Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about my friends at Nero Gum. Remember the gum I was talking about a few episodes ago? There's finally a gum on the shelf that's going to give you energy. I literally take this product every single day. It's the Energy and Focus Gum. I take it after my lunches. It gives me energy and it gives me focus. They're giving you a 10% promo code. Just go on their website, NeroGum.com, and punch in no wasted days for 10% off. That's N-E-U-R-O-Gum.com. Lucky enough, I got the CEO of NeroGum right here on this episode, episode 83, Kent Yamashura. We talk about his product. We talk about uh, Joe Rogan has talked about his product several times. They've been on the Shark Tank. He's been featured in Time Magazine, Forbes 30 Under 30. They're in CVS, Whole Foods, Target, Walmart. Been on T-Pain Show, Dr. Oz. These guys have an incredible story. Let's get into it. Episode 83 with my guy, Kent Yimishura. Here we go. When you start a business that just picks up momentum, it is the most exciting thing in the world. And... For anyone that's out there looking to start, just do it. Just do it, and you'll see the momentum pick up. And it might take, you know, one week. It might take a few years, but it will happen if you just work on it every single day. This journey has been incredible for me, and I'm sure it will be incredible for anyone else who wants to go down that same path. I appreciate you coming on, man. I really do. I know how busy you guys are. Um, there's a lot going on in today's environment, and we're in a fast-paced world. And um, it's uh, sometimes it's hard to even cut out a 30-minute, 40-minute podcast episode. And I and, and I know that I, I realize it. So I appreciate you coming on, man. Oh man, dude, it is not how I. If anything, I appreciate you for <laughs> finding the time to and giving me the opportunity to be on. Yeah, so. no, we we love journeys, uh, we love stories, and your journey. I want to know about it. How did it start? I mean, did you ever think as a kid or going into high school or college that you thought you'd be making gum and mints? I know, right? There's a moment when I remember in high school, very specifically, where I was like, man. I wonder who makes the little shiny uh, road dividers, mm. you know, and then looking it up and realizing that that guy is like a multi-billionaire, wow. <laughs> you know? So there seems just to be opportunity and everything and, you know, straightforward to answer your question. No, of course not. Yeah, I, like anyone else, I thought I was going to be like an astronaut or a doctor or something much more, I guess, grand in that sense, but just a natural progression of ideas and putting what I love into a format that's approachable, I think just came together in a perfect storm to be where we're at now. Yeah, you and your partner, Ryan Chen, mm-hmm. how did it come about? I mean, what what was the conversation like? I mean, how long was that conversation? Who Who brought it up? Who thought about it? Yeah, I mean, in college, I was training very seriously with the, the judo Olympic team. Mm-hmm in Japan, uh, fighting Muay Thai in Thailand. And my career trajectory, at least for the first few years out of college, was going to be in athletics, primarily in mixed martial arts and fighting. And during that time, I was studying neuroscience at UC San Diego, which is where Ryan and I both went. And I was mixing supplements in my own room. The access, I guess, to supplements that 
you know, really made sense for an athlete didn't really exist at that time. So the energy products per se were energy drinks like Red Bull, Monster, which are filled with sugar and too much caffeine and is not effective for actual training. And on the flip side, you got things like non-FDA approved supplements that's completely unregulated. So what you're putting in is not necessarily what you might be expecting. So I got very deep into the space of nootropics, began looking at different compounds and mixing them in my own room and putting them in pill capsules myself. And then Ryan, who I met when I started college, his second year of college, he got in a really bad snowboarding accident that left him paraplegic. And I was giving him these supplements for him to be able to get back into school, keep going. And um, after, you know, he completed college and after college, he was training for the Paralympics. And for both of us, these pills that I was mixing were fantastic, fantastic supplements. The athletic careers we were living. But, you know, taking a, a bag of pills with you isn't necessarily the best look. <laughs> and um, in that process, we were just, we both looked at each other and we were like, man, like we need to make this. We need to stop getting people to be staring at us <laughs> when we're taking these pills in public. And the immediate thought process that, we went down and, and the rabbit hole we went down for the most portable, most convenient, approachable product was gum and mints. And, you know, seven, seven years later, here we are. When you were putting them together, was it like in powder form? Yes. I was buying um, different like individual supplements on various websites and then mixing them in my room. I, I would weigh them out with like a fine tuned scale. I would have a capsule press and just be putting things together. Ryan's accident was in the middle of your business venture or prior or after? It was uh, way prior. So it was wow. in the middle of college. And we didn't start We didn't start Neuro until maybe two, three years after college. How'd you guys meet? We met in Japanese class in college. And we connected over playing Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> it was a... <laughs> The, the the perfect match for college students. Yeah. Which which one is the San Francisco Giants man? The the which one is the San Francisco Giants in? Yeah. <laughs> in the Super Smash Brothers. Well, no, no. What, well, no. Is it you or is it Ryan who's the Giants fan? I saw a picture of somebody wearing a jacket, Giants jacket. Uh, oh really? Well, or, or is that just a me. style? That's just a style based thing then. I would I would probably say it's either it's probably Ryan okay, <laughs> because okay. I do not watch baseball. Anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, because us Dodger fans over here, man. I was like, I was contemplating oh, man. interviewing. Dude, if you. anything, <laughs> if anything, I'd be a Dodgers fan for sure. We're both we're both Angelinos. It, you know, actually, if Ryan is wearing a San Francisco Giants <laughs> jersey or jacket or whatever, I'd probably need to talk to him. <laughs> I'll point it out to you. I'll, I'll message it uh, and, and <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> make sure you delete that one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, man, you guys, Joe Rogan, I found out about you guys uh, during a Joe Rogan who's yeah. a monster podcaster. I mean, the biggest in the world. And he's, he was talking about, you know, a, a, essentially a B12 gum. And he was talking about it in one of his podcasts. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I've always thought of a, of a protein gum, I think would be a good idea. But having a B12 type gum is going to give you some energy. How did that come about? How does Joe Rogan find you guys? We very fortunately were able to send him product through one of our mutual friends. <laughs> or not, I guess not mutual friend between us and Joe Rogan, but someone that knew Joe Rogan. And yeah, like we didn't hear back 
anything from him for over a year. And just like one day we were listening to his podcast and he began talking about it. So wow. you can imagine how that was like a pretty wild day. Wow. And did you see the numbers drastically oh incline? It was, it was unreal. Like Joe Rogan pulls way more than Shark Tank did for us. Wow. That's yeah. unreal, man. Okay. Now let's talk about the Shark Tank. That I hear has got to be a gruesome, gruesome. I mean, they put you through the ringer there, don't they? Uh, honestly, like, so the editors, I guess, like maybe put us through the ringer a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But we were in this tank for about an hour and a half. And it was a really, really pleasant conversation with all the sharks. <laughs> you know, it's just that the editors get to pick and choose what makes good, good television and what becomes dramatic. But how did you get on? I mean, when, when, at what point in your business did you guys decide to go on Shark Tank? So what's funny is Shark Tank actually reached out to us super early on, maybe like six months into our business. Wow. And we were so underprepared, but, you know, we stayed up all night making the application and the video and everything to get placed on the air. And ultimately, you know, they never ended up calling us back. And, you know, fast forward like five, four or five years later, there was a casting call in Arizona that our investors were like, you just go and do it. And Ryan and I just packed our bags, did the casting call. The casting director literally was staring at us and just, it was so emotionless that both Ryan and I looked at each other and we we're just like, what the hell? Like we practiced so hard. Like what the hell? Like this person could have at least given us a nod of validation or something. And then funny enough, we were the first company to be on that season and be air on that season. So I don't know. It was just like this wild journey of of expectations that we thought we weren't going to be on Shark Tank and then ultimately finding out that, you know, we had to be ready within the month to present our product in front of the sharks. So six months in wild. Yeah, six months in a business pretty I mean, you're 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 an infant. How do you think they found you? Did you guys go through any venture capitalists or how'd you raise money? Uh, no, I mean we self funded it. Oh. Uh, we did a crowdfunding. I mean, we're raising a big round finally right now, but a lot of it is just bootstrapping and figuring things out on your own and shipping boxes out of your own apartment um, and pulling all-nighters constantly. Now, no, yeah, that, that was like the early days. Nobody gave you a deal on Shark Tank, right? We were presented three deals, but we turned them all down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like Robert Herjavec gave us a million dollar offer, but it was at such a low valuation. Not Not a low valuation, but it was at a valuation that Really, it was below what Ryan and I agreed to before we entered the show. And the other two? Um, the other one was a financing, just some, you know, like Mr. Wonderful's weird financing <laughs> deals. Um, and another one was, I think Lori presented us with the deal. Mm-hmm. And that didn't go through either. So are you currently looking for more investors? So we are on the tail end of closing around, I assume when this podcast goes up, we will close the round. Wow. And that's probably going to be the last amount of capital we realistically raise. Man, that's awesome. How long has the business been around? Seven years. And what would yeah. you give advice to a guy who's trying to start a business? I mean, there's crazy amount of journeys, man. You, you don't get oh, a yeah. business get going overnight. It's just almost essentially impossible. So when you're going through and you're starting a business or an idea... I mean, you're going through a ton of challenges. What? Yeah. What's your best advice for a, for a guy your age or a guy who is you know seven years younger than you when you started? What's your best advice for a guy who's trying to start out his own business? 
Do you know what's crazy is to harken back to the very first question you asked, which was, do you imagine yourself ever being in a gum and a mint business? Mm -hmm. And me answering no, it's, it's not really about what type of business you enter into, but what you could put into whatever you do create. And this journey for us with, within this confectionery business has been all about expressing our lifestyles and really embedding everything that we represent into the business itself. And because we were able to be so honest with what we created and what we put out into the world, every single day, I had no issue working as hard as I possibly can to make this thing a success or working every single day to figure out how to make it a success. And this is a guy that knew nothing about business, knew nothing about raising capital, knew, you know, was packing boxes because they didn't know what fulfillment and three PLs were. And I, of course, you know, I, I go on Google and find these things, but application is always a lot harder than pure research. So if I were to give two pieces of advice, it would just be one, very honestly enter into business and, you know, put, put yourself into it where it doesn't feel disingenuous in any means, um, because then it becomes a lot easier because then you just be yourself. And then two is you don't need to sprint in my opinion like good things always take time and to go through the gambit of what it feels like to build a business i think just makes you a much more comprehensive person and allows you to grow something with with the product you have in mind more so than the end goal of making a lot of money in mind and the money will come like i, I do sincerely believe that yeah and when you guys were building it did you guys have income coming in? Did you have jobs at the time and you were kind of doing this on the side? So I was working at, as, at an affiliate of Sony making music for mm -hmm. film and television. Ryan was working at Hulu. So I like cut down my hours like crazy when we started the business. And, you know, I, I still do a lot of, I have like a, an art career that does fairly well still right now. But I was actually doing clinical trials on myself and being like a guinea pig to and getting paid to stay in hospitals and you know the first two years of my business going in and working at a hospital and doing clinical trials was how i made money until neuro started making money i wouldn't recommend that for anyone <laughs> it was a pretty intense risk i took mm -hmm. but yeah yeah was there <laughs> ever a time out. you wanted to give up I mean, absolutely i think mm. there, there's times even now that i, that I, I want to give up but then wow. But but it's not give up in the sense where I'm just like, ah, like, like, screw all this. You know, it's give up in the sense where it's like, a, a what if, a what if I was doing something else? And then, you know, you take a step back and then you start reformulating the root cause of what made you feel that way and approach the business and approach that problem in, like, through methodology of the problem solving. And... I would say, yeah, I guess give up isn't the right word. It's more just resilience and perseverance, uh, even through problems and even through like troubling times. <laughs> Have you ever had the, um, I made it moment or are you still searching for that moment? <laughs> I, I think there are two, two sides of the same coin. The, the idea of giving up and the idea of believing you made it. That, uh, yeah, I mean, we have small wins every day. You know, we have a few losses here and there. Although after a certain point, you stop thinking about the losses because you're so focused on just problem solving. 
And, you know, to, to answer your question, yeah, I guess, I guess no. Uh, there's moments where I feel like we have wins within the company, but then you keep looking and realize that there's a bigger mountain past that win. Man, I got I to gotta say, though, that, that Joe Rogan experience had to have been a monster it was experience for you guys, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, he's mentioned us, like, probably yeah 30 plus times yes that. yes yes there was another one i was listening to the other day and and i think he was with aaron <laughs> Rodgers, and he was he was talking about oh, yeah. stuff just like keeping you know keeping yourself good and energized and feeling good about yourself and good for mental health and then he was mentioning products and then he's like neuro gum and i was like dude this is amazing like it's it's a that's a it's got to be a huge proud moment for you guys oh my god i mean that, that's definitely something that we never imagined would happen mm-hmm. so Definitely. I mean, again, it's it, yes. It feels like a we made a moment, but it also feels like a oh my god! Like one, like it's incredibly lucky <laughs> that we were mm-hmm. even able to be in this position. But two, we made a really good product, and so the fact that we made a good product that uh, you know an influencer as lo- and podcaster as large as him can be touting about says a lot about uh, I guess what we've created. Kent, business partners are tough. You talk about a flip of a coin. You know, it's kind of the way business partners can go sometimes. How do you and Ryan mm-hmm. make it work? Um, you know, I think Ryan and I like generally stay in our own lanes for the most part. And then what even when we come together, we spend so much time together that our friendship and our business never collide per se. It's it's almost like to go back to the idea of honesty, if you can't be honest with yourself or with the people you work with, then that's something internal that I think you have to look at. And I think the entire foundation of our company has been built on this idea of just honestly expressing ourselves. And that goes a really long way. Man, that's, it's, it's pretty special about, you know, his, his accident too, man. That's, that is so tragic. And oh yeah. You you being with was, him through it all? Yeah, go ahead. It's pretty cool. So I was going to say, he was like an incredible athlete mm. prior to his accident too. Mm. So he was captain of his cross-country and track team in high school. Decided to, to quit running to focus more on, on education in college. And then ultimately, his injury ends up happening to him. Mm. But that didn't stop him from going and training with the Paralympics. He just got his pilot's license mm. a few months ago. Wow. So it's like if you want to talk about resilience as a core value within our business, uh, you know, he's a perfect representation of that. Oh man, that's amazing. Biggest struggle through your journey so far. I'm sure there's plenty, but what do you think is like the focal point where you just, you can't get out of your head and you, and you're kind of pissed off about it. You know, what, what do you think, what do you think that is? Gosh, I mean, that's a, there's so many, I guess that just come up from, uh, unfortunate lawsuits um, to uh, that you know derailed our business pretty significantly, all the way to uh, trying to ship to seven thousand Walmart, uh, seven thousand CVS stores, and then the polar vortex coming into Chicago right at that time. Oh so gosh. all of our products just being literally frozen during transit, uh, and then even like recently, we we just got to thirty eight hundred Walmart's, but the madness of the the supply chain like the global supply chain yeah. now and having to skirt around that and deal with it and get it to a full home house and get to the dc it's ah, man I, I don't know there's so many things that feel like they're out of our control though also 
And the things that are within our control, we assess as issues. And then these issues we assess, we try to fix. And we continue to try to improve. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that. You have insurance so, on that product, right? Didn't go through that storm. Yeah, I mean, we have a bunch of insurance, but it's a tough one to, to fight against. There, There's a variety of different ways that insurance companies try to, you know, try to package up your deal. I use your product every day, you know? Oh, dude. I, that is so appreciated. Every Thank day. Thank you so much. Every day. <laughs> we will, swear. We will send you a bunch. I use it every day too. I, I, I love it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and the fact that I use it every day, I'm like, all right, how do we make it better? Like everyone on our team uses it every single day. Yeah. Just like... Not because they have to. They just—it's a great product. It, it, so. it, look, every time I eat my lunch, I almost crave it. It's, oh my god, it's just, that's awesome! Yeah, <laughs> it's just one of those things where I just go in my drawer and grab it. And finally, I got the big bucket of gums because I was sick of. Oh yes, yeah, opening up the little ones and taking it out. You know, so I was like, you know, I'm just get this big bucket and just you know hold myself up for for a couple months. Dude, if anything, the fact like hearing words like that, hearing things like that from our customers and people that sure product makes it really hard going back to the do you ever feel like giving up it's nearly impossible because we just get so much good positive feedback from our customers and our employees and the people around us and it's almost impossible to basically even think about giving up like that's a thought that just can't cross my mind because i owe it to everyone who has supported us well and i'm sure you've been approached by other companies right that I'm, I'm sure you've had several offers to just sell it and get out, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, so some company, energy companies that most people have probably heard of as well, that's in every single convenience store in the United States, uh, have definitely reached out to us as well. And, you know, but then on the flip side, you have certain companies that try to use their power to take you down as well. So it's, it's a double-edged sword to, to continue to grow and be in the space. So what holds you into the business though? Like what, I know it's your baby. I know it's very important. I know it's, it, it kind of turns into a routine. You're probably working 10, 12 hours a day on it every day, but mm-hmm. there's, there's gotta be a number and we don't have to talk about the number, but there's gotta be a number there that's going to say, okay, yeah, I think we probably have to step away, you know, maybe sign a non-compete clause for three to five years and maybe get back into it again after that. But what what's what's holding you? I know monet- monetary wise, sure. I, there's probably a number, but is there something else that's 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 keeping you guys still and and saying no, we're we're good right now? Um, I mean, there's so much left to do. Just in my opinion, yeah, I guess there's a big number component as well. But you know, like I just I just want to make the best company possible. To make the best company possible, make the best product possible. We have an entire pipeline of product and a roadmap of how we want to grow this business. And with this, you know, raise that I mentioned earlier, the reason it's so compelling to us is for me, I don't necessarily have an ego to remain the CEO, but I do have an ego and a major, major amount of pride in what got created, which is our company, Neurogum and Neuro, Neurogum, Neuromints. And with this capital coming in or with this company coming in and uh, with the trajectory of growth that we're expecting, getting it to a certain point where we could operate independently, but then being able to have the opportunity to bring in someone that could continue to build this company based on our brand mantras and our core values is equally as important. When that person comes in, 
I trust that that person will take us to another level and knows how to operate at a, a company that is at that, that revenue standpoint, you know? So it's very different to run a company that's doing, you know, zero to maybe like 20 million, 25 million versus 25 to a hundred versus a hundred to 500. A company continues to evolve and work in different ways and the right people just need to be within it without their egos attached to be able to grow the company, be able to grow the brand into what it deserves to be. It sounds like you're not stopping at mints and gum. There's got to be something <laughs> else on deck here, right? <laughs> you're getting me excited, uh, man. What do, you, what do you got? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got some... Uh, I, I think we're going to be sticking with mints and gums for a while, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of really cool technology that we just discovered out in Switzerland, of all places, that I don't even know how to explain it. And uh, But, you know, it is within the gum and mint category, but there's a special technology and a true profile to it that just makes it absolutely incredible. And it's, it's like nothing most people have ever seen. Is it a psychedelic? <laughs> oh, my God, can you do it? I mean... <laughs> I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Let me tell you, Imagine. if FDA wasn't going to come after us, you know, and I, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> what, what family, <laughs> what family is it in? Like, can you, can you talk about it or no? Oh, it's still in the confectionery family. Okay. Like mental but health. We're going to keep it a secret. Oh, and, and still in the mental health and still in the confectionery space, but it's a different form factor that allows you to get, it breaks the compounds down in a very specific, different way mm -hmm. um, to be able to be absorbed in the body faster. You got me excited. Yeah, it's an evolution of mint. When do you think that's going to be coming out? Probably in like a year and a half, two years. Awesome. It's going to be a while. What yeah. product do you take daily? Do you take the mint and the gum? I take the energy gum on a daily basis. And when I'm out, I usually take a bunch of packs of mints. So I'm, I'm taking the energy mints constantly as well. Mm -hmm. I actually am a big fan of the Common Clarity. We're actually reformulating it to have ashwagandha in it. So it's even more effective. So... Definitely excited for that to come out because it's going to be acting as a non-caffeine version of our focus product. And then we just came out with the health and vitality so that, and it tastes so good. I'm chewing that stuff all day when I'm sitting, but it's just like a perfect good dose of daily vitamins to just keep you going. And I hearken it to, to microdosing vitamins or like, or microdosing in a way where you don't want to take a one a day in the morning, especially because your body is going to excrete the majority of it. You know, the reason you have more, there's effectiveness in drinking water throughout the day or even eating throughout the day is because you're not overloading your body at any given point and you're sustaining it. So that was our thesis for the multivitamin and we're, we're super stoked about that. What time of day are you taking your products? Honestly, I mean, I, I took a multivitamin right before this call. You know, I was, I was in another meeting and I was just chewing on it. Uh, the energy mints, I, I feel like I took it around like 3 p.m. or so mm -hmm. after I ate some lunch. It's like a perfect pick-me-up without preventing yourself from sleeping at night. I still drink coffee in the morning, but there's always I, – I, I don't make especially strong coffee. So for me, it's more just like the morning ritual of creating it and – you know, my, my girlfriend also has like a full coffee setup, so she makes coffee for me mm -hmm. with the pour over. And to me, the energy, my product just sits at my desk. And throughout the day, it's the sustained energy that kind of keeps me going. So, and Kent, the difference between your product and others is your product is clean, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in Whole Foods. 
nationwide. Yeah. Like we're in every single Whole Foods, you yeah. know, and if you know anything about uh, how rigid their structure is, yeah, they have a lot of rules <laughs> around what kind of ingredients you're allowed to use, but we're there. Yeah, so you heard- you're not going to see Red Bull there. You're yeah. not going to see five hour energy there. Right. Yeah. Right. You heard me earlier about the protein gum, right? That that wasn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm curious about. Come on. I'm curious about the load size on it, though, because mm-hmm. protein's effective dose is around like, I, I mean, at the lowest end, 10 grams. Our gum is 1.7 grams. So, like, effectively, you're just not going to be getting a, a high enough dose on every single chew unless you're chewing a bunch of gum. Uh, it's going to be like tobacco in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, like nicotine. Big old, yeah, yeah, big old cheek. Books. You reading any books? You a book reader? Um, I am. I've actually been on a, a major fiction kick recently. What are you reading? Uh, I just finished um, Jitterbug Perfume by Tim Robbins. Huh. He's a really great, I wouldn't call him beatnik, but he, he's a great fiction writer from the 70s. I was reading, it's just a really long book, Richard Bolaño's 2666, which is about a series of it's a fictional story of like a series of murders that occur in Mexico and a bunch of archaeologists and literary majors that come together in like an interesting way. And then, so I have like a library card, so I just go through a bunch of books just on my Kindle, which is why, why I just have like so many books on and off. But um, two business books, I guess, that will probably be more relevant that I recently read is Traction, which is the EOS like executive coaching system, uh, which is a fantastic book for anyone who's starting business and kind of reformatting the way that you look at structure. And I'm currently reading, this was recommended to me by the co-founder of RxBar, who's an investor in us, who, which is a fantastic book on setting criteria for hiring so you could hire as effectively as possible. Mm. That book is called Who? W-H-O? Yeah. W-H-O. Interesting. Who. Okay. Nice. Good recommendations. Yeah, they're, they're, they're great. Awesome. Anything else, uh, Kent, you want to uh, talk about or did I miss or you want to mention? I mean, no, I, I, you know, more than anything, I think I'm just so excited for when you, when you start a business that just picks up momentum, it is the most exciting thing in the world. And for anyone that's out there looking to start, just do it. Just do it. And you'll see the momentum pick up and it might take, you know, one week, it might take a few years, but it will happen if you just work on it every single day. This journey has been incredible for me and I'm sure it'll be incredible for anyone else who wants to go down that same path. What are you currently evaluating your company at nowadays? In regards to our valuation? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if I could, I don't know if I could disclose that. It'd be a testament to you guys. Yeah. As to how, how I, you can, I can tell time. you that yeah. I could tell you that we're in double digit millions. Yeah. Good for you guys, yeah. man. Honestly, it's a, it's a, it's a proud moment because you start with nothing. You have this idea and you build it and now you're in the tens of millions in terms yeah. of, of a, of a business. That's really special. Do you have, you have parents, oh, are your parents still alive and well? Are they, are they watching you grow and, and do this thing? Oh, yeah. I mean, my parents are as excited as I am to, mm. you know, whenever I'm popping up in magazines or wherever, they're, they're like cutting them out. And they're both like immigrants, you know, yeah. like I'm a first generation Asian American. So for them to 
grow up in poverty. My, I mean, my dad, especially, you know, growing up post-World War II in poverty, coming here, starting his own business, which became successful. And then seeing me, I think uh, he, he sees that parallel. And it's really exciting for, for him to see his son kind of following the same footsteps in a way. Were you supposed to be a doctor or an attorney? No, no, no. My parents were never that. They, they wanted me to be structured and have kind of methodology in my success, but they also let me do and whatever I want to explore a, a variety of fields. So That's how it should yeah, be. I, I, owe, I owe it to them. That's how it should be, that. man. That's how it should be. You were raised right. For sure. Yep. Oh, yeah. My parents are great. Yep. He's got good parents. He's a good guy. Uh, man, enjoy that conversation with him. You know, it's cool because a lot of people start businesses to sell them because they really don't have a deep passion or interest in them. They just do it to either gobble companies up and sell them together, or in this case, put a product out that people want. And listen, the gum you're chewing, I guarantee you, I guarantee you the gum that you are chewing is not good for you. So we finally have a product on the shelf that you can chew and you're not going to feel bad about it. It's going to give you energy and focus. They've got one with multivitamins and also one for calm and clarity has GABA in it with uh, some D3 that and they're mints as well mints and gums so that's the cool part because I, I take it every day and I don't feel bad about it I'm different now these days than I was say a year ago because I'm I'm more of an ingredient guy I'm looking at ingredients rather than nutritional facts so I'm chewing gum because I know the gum I was chewing prior was not good for me but now I can chew gum and I don't feel guilty about it you know that they can sell the company today and make a profit, but it's not about that. So you've got a good product on the shelf with guys who actually care about what they're producing. It's mm, cool. Very cool. And cool enough to give you a promo code, a 10% off promo code. No wasted days. That link will be in the show notes or you can go to neurogum.com and put that promo code in no wasted days and get your 10% off we've got more shows coming up can't tell you them until they become official thank you so much for making me a part of your day I am Mike Gabriel this is Mike Up Pod until next time folks no wasted days let's go let's go